0: jump people going up and down the corridor, kids screaming, someone's on the phone. And so what we sometimes do is then go, right, well, let's do it early in the morning. So we're recording this at 7.30 in the morning, thinking, no one's gonna be here. There's no phones, no staff, no people in the corridors, anything like that, you should be quiet. But no, because out the front, there's a guy with a jackhammer, so if you hear some rumblings, this is the uh, old mate out the front with a jackhammer. So um, this is the, the, the life of a, of a podcast recording. So what's been happening at Peak? Well, we are uh, very much uh, planning and moving towards uh, the, the WA Pharmacy Forum, which is coming up uh, 4th and 5th of August. Yeah, I'm looking at my guest here, so he's nodding. Um, 4th and 5th of, of August which we're really looking forward to. Uh, we've got our stand there as we normally do. Um, I'm presenting there, and, and Priya from my office here, um, Priya's presenting there as well, so we're both really looking forward to it. Um, there's a lot of good stands there. There's some uh, really good stands that and the program looks really good, so make sure you, you get to that WA Pharmacy Forum, fourth and fifth of August, something like that. Um, but my guest is also got a stand at the forum. This gentleman has, we've actually, you've been around in this industry for quite some time. So let me introduce to you the wonderful man, the best pharmacy fit-out specialist in Australia, hands down, Mr. Shane Moyle. Thanks, John. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome. Now, you've, you've got to stand at the Forum this year.
1: I do, I do. First time, uh, we're coming up to five years in business ourselves personally and We've not been, but this year we decided uh, we needed to branch out a little bit and get to get to meet some new potential clients and and and, and catch up with the old ones. So exposure a, is a very good thing. Now
0: being um, someone who specialises in fit out and fit out for pharmacy, that means you're, there's a lot of pressure on you for your stand to be really good. No pressure at all, but I have just announced it to the world that your stand is now going to be really good, even though I have no idea what it's going to look like.
1: Yeah, well, I've, I've <laughs> I have actually uh, designed a, a nice little point of sale slash dispensary counter, which all going to plan will be there <laughs> uh, in these current times. That may or may not happen. Uh, if not, by default, I'll have a trestle table like everyone else. But um, we've also ordered a nice little backdrop. Uh, so yeah, it should it should look nice. Uh, stand S if you if you're wandering around. Hopefully we're near the bickies, but uh, yeah. Always a lot of traffic near the always
0: got to be near the bickies <laughs> and the coffee uh, and you'll never lose from that spot. No. So you are the director of Design District, so you are pharmacy fit out specialist. Obviously you, you fit out other things other than pharmacy, but, uh, but pharmacy being your, your, your key strength. So how did, how did you get into this space?
1: Uh, like any good careers, uh, by default. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so like,
0: like all good careers are made. So yeah. I
1: went, went to TAFE and got my advanced diploma in uh, industrial design, which is basically product design, which is, yep. there's nothing in Perth for that. Uh, you have to sort of fly overseas or, or over east. Um, so then I ended up in uh, doing kitchen and bathroom innovations for a year or so. Uh, and then from that, I got a, a job at a company that, um, did a lot of high-end residential uh, commercial fit outs and and also specialized in, and did a lot of pharmacy fit outs. so by default yeah within a couple of years I was sort of the pharmacy guy there and, yep. and helped the boss out and yeah we did that for 11 years so um, before so I, you learned your trade. that's where I learned my trade so after 11 years I sort of thought I oh, might as well do this for myself. As, <laughs> and, as, as we do, as you do, and and did that. So yeah, hence the the birth of Design District, and yeah, like I said, coming up five years this, uh, in October. So pretty excited.
0: So, mm. Yeah. Oh, very good. So you've uh, you've covered a lot of uh, pharmacy fitouts. Uh, all all WA. Yep, all
1: yep. over the state. Um, so i oh, I think we've yeah we've been up north sort of 1300 k's we've been down south so um yeah we actually quite enjoy the the remote ones because i actually get to put a team of guys together and yeah and and fly up for a week or so and, and smash it out which yeah, just yeah. doesn't happen in perth because everyone's got t- 10 jobs to go to so they'll come to That's, yours for a couple of hours so yeah. it's actually nice to have a team of people that are just focused and you you yeah. might be doing 16 17 18 hour days but it's actually quite Quite nice, and yeah, we got a funny story from that. We always end up with a theme song from from those trips because oh, okay, because the pub's only open for an hour, or so for dinner. So if you miss it, you're stuffed because there's nothing else, nothing else around. Oh, really? Okay. So, ah, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. You
0: get your beer in, or you, or that's it.
1: And then the jukebox there only plays about four songs, so i think kenny rogers was one of them uh, so, was so, one. <laughs> so every time i hear that song i, I think of a particular pharmacy so yes yeah, it's, it's quite nice we enjoy those trips so,
0: so uh, tell me about uh what does what services does uh design district offer for for pharmacy space
1: well we basically we we've now we started off sort of doing other shops and things but we're now probably 95 percent pharmacy yeah, the other 5% is helping pharmacists do other things that we probably shouldn't be doing, kitchens and alfrescos and those sort of things, but we're predominantly pharmacy based and, and we just specialise in the design, the compliance and the fit out of pharmacies. So yeah, anything along, anything that falls in between that, um, we do. So. Yeah, okay,
0: Yeah. lots of fun. And uh, particularly in the current environment of um, where you've got uh, labour pressures, and um, material costs, which change probably change by the hour. They do. Um, it's um, it's probably a very different environment of quoting and pricing things than what it was sort of even a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah, well, it's, it's it makes you very gun shy in regards to saying, oh, well, here's a here's an average square meter rate that you could sort of budget off. Because often you'd get people ring you up and say, how much to refit my pharmacy, and you could sort of rattle off a number. Um, you just can't do that now, like no. quotes, quotes are only valid for 30 days. Um, material prices, like you say, are increasing monthly steel mm. for in particular, which you go, Oh, not a lot of steel, but all your petition walls all your ceilings, all that they're yep. all steel. So, yep. um, yeah, it's, 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 it's quite hard. You've you really got to go through the design process to get to the quoting process and do that properly. And then even that's not valid for. A long period of time. Yeah. The maximum we can offer is at the moment is probably realistically sixty days to yeah. to hold a cost. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, we have to requote it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the old days of I do a out I should be roughly thousand dollars a square. Not even close. No, no. <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> that that world's changed a lot.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and some some outs might be, but they all have to be quoted and quoted properly. Otherwise, you just yeah. It's yeah, too many too many places to uh, fall down.
0: <laughs> so there's a pharmacy owner. It could be relatively new to, to ownership. Yep. Or someone's got a greenfield site. So you've got an owner there who's in this world of okay, I need to do a out I need to probably do something with this. Yep. Now I've never been through the process before. So let's go through navigating the design, compliance Fit out and let's go through the process. Yep. So, what, what are the what are the the key steps in the process that uh, owners or even new owners need to be aware of in a in a fit out process?
1: Yeah. Well, initially, obviously, they have to have secured a site or a pharmacy license or bought into one or own one. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, and once they sort of identify that they that's what they want to do, yeah. Um, they need to find someone like myself, hopefully myself, but. I need to find someone. Well, that's... only yourself. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, well, there's not many pharmacy specialists, so it shouldn't be hard to find.
0: But there would be danger of just getting Joe Blogs fit out because pharmacy, as as we all know, we've said it time and time again, pharmacy is a unique beast.
1: It is, and 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 I've probably only in the last 18 months, I've I've done two particular projects that were. The people had already signed with other designers or builders to go ahead to mm. that next stage yep. and then heard of me i've come in and looked at the design and it just you you know when someone that's not a, a pharmacy designer's designed a pharmacy unfortunately mm. because how it flows how it works compliance yep. issues all those sort of things yep. you just look at it and go that's not <laughs>
0: so that <laughs> that's that, that expertise um is not only essential but that lack of advice can be immensely costful.
1: Oh, if if someone's spending three, four, five hundred thousand dollars on a fit out and it doesn't work.
0: Yeah. Like that's the, the, the cost <laughs> of changing oh, is eye watering.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and just it's just not a practical use of space, like it's gotta flow, you gotta know where scripts are coming in and where they're going out, where yes. people are gonna congregate, how they're gonna walk around the space, how the staff mm-hmm. are using the back of house webs to pack in all those different areas. Yeah. It's not just some shelving out where can we put shelves, yeah, like retail walls. Um, we had, a, we had a tenancy that sort of was a beautiful tenancy but had two glass walls, yeah, so it didn't give us any walls to put retail stock on, which is pretty important. So, yeah, yeah, we come across those sort of design issues, and that's what we sort of help resolve, so yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, that expertise is, is vitally important. So, once they've got you, oh, what's next?
1: Well, we are basically we'll, we'll go to the client. We'll sit down with them we'll have a brief we normally meet them on site if it's an existing pharmacy or if it's going to be a new tenancy if we can meet there uh that way it gives us a, 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 a somewhere to look around and, and see what they've got um sort of identify any potential problems even in a new site you can have potential problems yeah if plumbing's in the wrong place if, if all the fire sprinklers are in the wrong wrong place um there's a lot of expense to sort of get those right so yeah. If you can if you can get someone like myself in there early enough you can actually sort of negate some of that and negotiate with the landlord to mm. go oh we want our waste pipe over here we want the air conditioner here and here and there. Yep. yeah um which could save you it could save you upwards of 30 40 fifty thousand before you start so mm. yeah it's, it's a huge thing so yeah once they've got us on board we'll go out we'll get a brief off them ask them what they want to do what their end goal is yep we'll then go away and and do a budget for design so we'll do a, yeah. a, a fee fee proposal for the design so that's element. just for the design element yeah, yeah. so that that design yeah. that process that again gives you a, a pharmacy board approved plan that yep. sort of will go to the board for their consideration it will also give you a plan that we can sort of put in front of a certifier so a certifier is an independent body that uh certifies things based on the building code of australia so uh, wheelchair access fire egress all those things that most people probably wouldn't know about or yeah but again still likely yeah yeah. we have to we have to do it to pass so as long as all those people tick those boxes you sort of what you're left with you can then build yeah if one of them comes back so that
0: needs is there's like a that needs to be approved from the design before you go yeah
1: exactly so if we we i've got a pretty good relationship with the pharmacy board and and we sort of put plans in, we'll get them to give us a, a sort of general overview and make mm. sure there's no red flags. So yeah. if they flag anything mm. and go, oh, this, this is too close, we need a bit more gap there, you need to protect the s s three here, that mm. sort of thing. We can change that and we know we want to change that and get that right with the pharmacy board before we then send it off to yep. see if it's building com- compliance, yep. so.
0: Okay. So they've got you in, yep. you've scoped out the joint, um, which can, is bought, you've um, obviously you've done all your site inspection with the photos, you've done all that. Give them a fee proposal. Here's, here's the fee proposal yep. for, for, the, for the design. And then once that's accepted, then, what, then what's, what happens then?
1: Well, based on that, we'll then, based on how obviously having their scope of works and their brief, um, money's, money's probably a good thing to talk about at that stage because that dictates where we go. So if they go, oh, we've got X amount of money, and we know that that's not enough for a full So fit. you've got 10,000
0: to spend on a full fit out. Yep. And you just what, walk and away? Yeah, <laughs> I just
1: walk away and okay, see you later. No, uh, <laughs> uh, they, they have to be realistic and, and that's, that's probably a, a hard point to sort of navigate with the client. Um, I'm pretty open when it comes to money and, and we're very transparent when it comes to invoicing and all those things. Um, but getting that back off the client often is not the case because any industry, If someone says, I've got $150,000, their concern is that you're gonna go spend their $150,000. And even if you don't need to. Whereas if I know you've got $150,000 and you're asking me for stone bench tops and LED feature lights and uh, this magnificent shop front that's got all this fancy glass and that. I know then to say you can't have that yep. before we start designing, yep. rather than saying I want this and this and this, and you think you're getting X. Yep. Uh, we design it, and then you tell us the budgets. Why we then have to cut out all the stuff, and that's yep. that's quite a painful so process. Yeah, so that money,
0: <laughs> that that money aspect, then well, it pretty much dictates everything you do from that point. So you oh. need you need a w- yeah. what am I working in? What what's what's the starting point? Exactly. And it
1: not only saves us time in the design process because we're not then going back to rejig it to try and cut things out or or to adjust for the budget. Um, It just gives us a chance to give the client the best possible thing for their budget without sort of, yeah, the the amount of redesigns we end up doing because of budget concerns. Yeah. Whereas if they just told us up front that my total budget's XYZ, it's got Mm. to include this, this, this. um, We can work with that if they say oh i want this 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 as my wish list it's like buying a house you can have a wish list of 40 things and mm. then go realize it's a 40 million dollar property in Netherlands. <laughs> uh, it's not
0: yeah. <laughs> it's
1: not it's not always going to work is it so yeah, yeah yeah it's it's trying to tease that out of them so yeah trying to say well just just give us what we're working with and yeah. um, we can do the best we can with that yeah. for you so
0: and then so from that then you're, you're you're putting together the design the floor plan and exactly so and then i suppose there's quite a bit of to and fro at that stage isn't it exactly
1: so we start with every shop we start with space planning so we, we, we work on the floor plan itself how the shop's going to work how clients are going to or customers are going to come in how the back of house is working for the staff yeah. uh, they'll have their hit list of x amount of consult rooms we, yeah. we do do webster packing um yeah we do cpop we, we do all these things so we try and tick that list off and obviously robots and- yeah exactly and, and if the budget we do have a budget next to that we can go oh well, we can get all that for yeah. that budget yeah if we have a budget and a really long list mm. we go well, we're going to exceed that yeah. what do you want to cut out we can start that process early yeah. and it just it just speeds up the whole process because it, it could probably cost you six to eight weeks in time Mm. if we design the whole floor plan give it to you and then we work out the budgets half of what you actually have yeah um and have to go back and redo it yeah yeah. (laughs) so is it
0: um so from a excuse me a a time perspective yep are you saying it's about six to eight weeks from getting those, those those plans in a know, is that the typical time frame for getting those? Yeah, plans that's for a full plans? set of plans. That would be um,
1: yep. initially what we're aiming for is to get a, a completed floor plan, because that completed floor plan we can then translate into a, a pharmacy registration mm. board approved plan, which yep. obviously then can go to a meeting for for certification or yep. or approval. Yep. Um, the pharmacy board only meets once a month, so they want that drawing in a month before their meeting. Yeah, so. Yep. If someone says, oh, I want to plan tomorrow, I'm going to put it in for the next meeting, which is next week. It's not actually, no it's just going into the following yeah. months. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's just as long as people are aware of those sort of time delays.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Where do people go wrong in this, this planning phase? Because I'd anticipate that you know, they're pharmacists, they're very good at medications, they're very good on, on patient health. Yeah. They're not exactly fit out design experts. Is it, a, is it a, an issue of they've got to trust your expertise, even though they might have some concept of what it's going to look like, but then some of them may not have a concept because they've never done it before?
1: Yeah, well, it varies depending on the client, but we'll, we'll have people that come in and know exactly what they want. Some of them have sample photos and things and, and ideas and then some people have no idea, but it's always a collaboration between us and the pharmacist mm. because they know how they want to use the space. So yeah. the, the difference is for every pharmacy, every pharmacy does the same same work, but every pharmacist does it differently. So mm. I've not, never once built a dispensary counter for a particular pharmacist and been able to replicate that exact counter to give to someone else because yeah. they want their labels over here and they want their printer over here and that sort of thing. So. Yeah. We obviously have a, a fairly good sort of 15 years experience in regards to what has and hasn't worked over yeah. the years. So we always guide people based on that. So, but saying that, they don't always listen and, and that can get expensive and, and sort of upsetting at the end, yeah. but it, it is what it is. We'll always sort of suggest we go, well, we've actually seen that implemented in, in, in another mm-hmm. pharmacy and it hasn't worked for these reasons yeah. if they still want to pursue it. Mm. ultimately they the client and, and I yeah, warned of, you yeah, we, yeah. and we, we we write a long email and just sort of yeah log that in the notes so mm. yeah, if, if six months down the track they go oh that's not working you but
0: for for, for <laughs> new for new players though or uh, there is a lot of uh, reliance on your skill yeah. and expertise here yeah because they right. are pharmacists they're not oh. not design experts so. yeah
1: and there's there's a huge amount in, in what just what we do and then what we do is not even sort of your computer systems or your fpos or uh your stock and and merchandising and all that so there's there's so many elements so it could be could be pretty overwhelming for a first time pharmacist or or fit out um but we we try and guide them the best we can through that we we do we do everything from start to finish in regards to um, paperwork for building licenses and yep. pharmacy board. We give you the plans. You have to just fill in your application and submit it. All those sort of things to sort of take take the burden off you as much mm. as we can, so you can just because you still got to be a pharmacist while you're yeah, building. You still got to do your job. Still got to shop to it
0: So once the design's been done, yep. you've got pharmacy board approval. Um, but let's not ignore the the person who actually owns the property.
1: Yeah, exactly. So there's, some people might be surprised depending on where your pharmacy is, how many people are actually going to want to have a say on your design and if it's been approved or not. So they can be... So aside
0: from pharmacy board, who else do you need to run those plans through for approval?
1: Uh, So often the the landlord will want to see it. Um, If you're in a sort of an odd shop in the back street somewhere, they may not care. If you're in a shopping centre, the shopping centre is going to want to approve it and approve the design yep um they'll more often than not have their own design suggestions that to for them to stamp it and okay you have Um, to implement yeah so there's there's another bit of fun there's yeah and 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 often their suggestions are not cheap suggestions because they want the overall look of the shopping center to be a certain standard Mm. so there's a lot of negotiation that often goes into there and go well can we yeah. do this? Can we do that? <laughs> but,
0: but probably fair enough too. I mean, you just want people go and oh, do yeah. shop fits willy-nilly, you know, the, um, you know, it makes logical sense for the owner to leave yes. some approval and a, and a standard that they want people to adhere to. No, that exactly. a, makes a great deal of sense.
1: Yeah, so you'll have the landlord uh, slash shopping centres, obviously the pharmacy registration board. It has got to meet the building code of Australia compliance, like I said, for fire and egress and yeah. wheelchair access, all those things. You Also, might have a banner group that you're tied up with, so you have to meet their, oh, of course, their yes. fit out guidelines, yep. Also, yeah, uh, any partners, so yeah, it could yep. be. Yep. It could be, and on, what
0: about from a, a, a regulatory perspective? Because there'd be, there'd be some sort of building code or something, yeah. There. So, that's yeah. the
1: building code of Australia. So, that's we, when we do the plans, we, we sort of draw them up with all the sort of circulation spaces leading up to doors and all those things because people go, Oh, well, I want wall shelving all the way up to the door, which mm. you can't because you have to leave 530 mil for a wheelchair to access to, yep. to actually reach the door handle, yep. those sort of things. So um, we put them on the plan, so it's a lot easier to explain. Where yep. they're looking at it, they go, oh, what's those dashed lines? I said, well, that's where you can't put anything fixed because if someone comes in in a wheelchair, they need to be get in and out of there. So yep. we deal with all that. So And that's, that's another area where if you don't have someone sort of experienced in just general shop fitting yep. or... Or what the BCA is, the yeah. Building Code of Australia is. Yeah. You could fall down on those things because you could get a design done up, you could get it built, and then it doesn't comply with certification, and you have to Ooh, change yeah, that, You have to make your console expensive. room bigger, which means ripping out cabling yeah. and, and carpet and yeah. all sorts of stuff. Like yeah, that.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Now those that that design is that is that a, a paper thing or is it a visual or how how, does, how is that presented to to the pharmacy owner?
1: It's really up to them. So we've, we've actually got the scope to be able to... Obviously, every pharmacy is going to be drawn on paper, which is black and white lines. We can do coloured renders um, so they can see that. That's an additional cost, but I sort of put it down as, as an investment because maybe not on paper, but we can actually do a pharmacy in 3D oh, at, that's cool. at one-to-one scale. We then go hire out a, a warehouse that will fit your pharmacy in it in its entirety. I give you my iPad don't drop it Um, so you can then you can physically walk around looking at the iPad and you can look at heights of counters you can look at the configuration of drawers and and shelves behind it you can see what the viewers so you can walk so they can actually walk around their shop
0: walk through Yeah. The dispensing can actually walk through the entire store. And they can look
1: down, see what colour the floor they've picked. They can see how high the gondolas are for security reasons. They can see what they can see from the dispensary counter. See if they can see the front door. All those things. So how cool is that? You can you can go around and do that and go. Oh, this this is not quite right. This is too skinny. This is this needs a bit more. We can't see over there without building a single thing. So. People balk at it because there's a cost involved to do that because it takes time and takes a lot of effort. But for
0: people like myself who can't see a drawing and know what it's going to look like... If you can't translate
1: it from the page to to your head, that's the best thing that you can do because you're walking through your finished shot before we've even started it, and you can identify some pretty 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 good things and go, Oh, we really need to change that and that and that and there is here is that
0: different thing you to be able to see it live it just makes so much more uh, sense.
1: And and we, we had a client that we've we've done a couple for we 'em we've we've had a client that come through and it is we we then get a list of ten or so things that they go, Oh, we need to change this and this and this yep. and it's only because it's exactly what they've signed off on the plan so they yep potentially they would have just gone and built that but because they went down this path and actually got that extra investment in they identified a few issues and and we adjusted them so some of them were like heights if you've got really short pharmacists and we've got sort of protection on your dispensary counter it's too high and you can't see over it how do you know on a piece of paper Mm. whereas if you're looking at an ipad and you can't see over the counter you go oh we need it we need to do something with this yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, that's no, pretty cool. I uh, hope Hopefully more people take it up.
0: Sounds really exciting. So, all right, so we've got the plans finalized. Yep. Every every relevant person's ticked them off. Yep. Now what?
1: Well, then, then, then we start, what? Uh, once the plans are certified, everything's sort of gone. So you've got pharmacy board approval. Uh, you submit it to the local council for council approval for your building permit. We yep. can't start anything on site until we have council council approval
0: okay. so someone else you need approval from
1: yeah so as, as, as much as a client might go oh let's start early you just can't look leg- legally. legally um, we yeah. can't we can't get on site because if it comes back that it's not compliant for any reason or yeah. any, there's any issues yeah um, yeah there's a, a lot of a lot of issues there and, and it puts my building building our license at risk so it's not not happening <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, yeah. so once we have um, once we have the building permit in place as soon as that's in place, we can physically start on site. So if we're going to do the fit out for, for the client, we'll do a schedule, schedule of works for them. So we'll schedule the whole, the entire build. In what's going to be done by what date? Yeah, day, yeah. And, term, and, and, in, and in what order, so logically, so they can follow it through. So like, the, the, one of the first things we'll do is we'll come in and scan the floor, scan yeah. the concrete floor and mark it out and get it cut so we can put in ground plumbing, IT and electrical if needed to count as all those sort of things and Mm. fill that back in. So, And the list just goes on and on through the whole thing, but we we do that. We do it in a written format. So you've got dates of who's coming in on what date for how many days. And it's also in a graph format as well. Yeah.
0: Okay. So where do people go wrong in the process? Uh, What's some, some, because this is like a, a simple error is very expensive.
1: It is. Um, a lot of it's, I think a lot of it's related to, to timing. So people not allowing enough time initially, mm. like they'll go, oh, it's, it's flu season. So they might contact you in March and say, I want a consult room, it's flu season coming up and need to jab some people. Um, that's not happening till yeah. Yeah. What, March, probably June, yeah. May, June, because by the time we draw it up, get it to the pharmacy board, they're meeting in a month's time yeah and then once they approve it you can start works yeah, yeah um so people just don't allow enough time i think if you're looking to do a pharmacy um, and get it designed before you before you're building you, you really got to have a three or four month period sort of from that design to compliance to the time you're actually starting on site yeah and people unfortunately either not knowing or or they've just signed a lease and they haven't started that and then obviously the concern is that they're going to have an empty building sitting there that they're paying for for x amount of time while we do this but the process does take time the other the other thing we're coming up with of late is um development approvals which relate to how a building looks on the outside and that's very much dictated by the local council so they'll go, you can have 25% coverage of signage on this wall or, or those sort of things. Mm. Because if that gets flagged at any stage and you have to do a development approval, that's a 90-day process through the, the local council and they won't process your building permit until the development oh, is um, signed off. Can time device, so yeah. as much as you think, oh, signage is a finishing off sort of trade and, and, mm. and, and the last thing in, in regards to design, it's probably got to be one of the first... Things presented to the yeah. to the council and, and the question asked, what are the limitations of this particular building? Because everywhere is different. You might yeah. go to one and they'll go, oh, you have got fifty percent coverage. You'll go to one it's thirty percent. So you have to design it based on that, uh, and then you have to check that you're not gonna <clears throat> not gonna evoke a a, a planning planning permit because if, yeah. if you do, you you're then sitting on your hands for ninety days and then yeah. they'll process your building license.
0: Yeah. Wow. So ninety days. Okay.
1: Ninety working days.
0: Wow. Oh that's working days too. Yeah. yeah. Oh that is that is quite some time.
1: So they can they can have it up to four months, like <laughs> painful. <You're>
0: painful. <laughs> I'm glad you use the word painful. Okay. And then um because during this during this time, actually makes a very good good point. So by the time you've started it, submitted quotes, yep. board approval, landlord, everything like that months and months have gone by and your prices have changed a lot in that time
1: yeah so often we're we'll... not,
0: not your prices but these you know the the, the steel all, all the yeah. all, all the, the the contractors who are involved in putting it together yeah so those prices have changed immensely during that time
1: yeah so we we try and obviously once once we're at a point where we're getting board approval um, and, and council approval, that's the time we'll actually put it in for final costings. Yeah. So up until then it could be, we're just giving budgetary figures and things like that. But at that point, when it's that far along and yep. it's happening, we then get actual cost because it's gonna be close enough that we can sort of keep those costs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at,
0: at the moment, um, what's, what are you seeing in regards to price variability? Uh, well, it, it depends on fit-out and everything like that, but I mean, yeah from percentage terms.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. It's probably, there was a job I priced last year and the client sort of was a bit out of their budget. They didn't want to go ahead with it. They've left it till now and re-engaged and, and looking back at the project. Um, but that's gone up probably 35 to 40% from what it was last year. Wow. The same shop. So, and that's just simply that's just material costs due to labour and material costs and accessibility and, and the length of the projects also increased because of those same reasons. So it might have been a, a three or four week sort of build. I tell people now you're looking at six to eight weeks because there's just, of labor. things might not show up yeah um your air conditioner might not show up if that doesn't show up we can't do your ceiling we can't finish like this yeah so uh, 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 the flow on effect's quite yeah. devastating and if it obviously if you're redoing an existing pharmacy where you're sort of hoarding off half so you can sort of and you condense them down yeah they have to be well aware of those things which we make them, we make them uh, we we make it obvious and we we talk them through it because we often we'll take a pharmacy and we might reduce them down into a 30% of their existing floor space and like really squeeze them into a corner mm. so we can then build everything behind them yeah. and then sort of transition them out that way and so you can imagine an extra two or three weeks in in cram conditions yeah. like that could be quite wearing and it's a stressful time for pharmacy and and, and the workers because yeah. but that's another benefit of that 3d is you get your retail manager in you get the staff and they all come to the warehouse they all look at the shop yeah they know what yep. the pain they're going through is for. Yep. Um, whereas if you keep them all in the dark and they've just got dust and noise mm-hmm. and, and all this for six and or eight weeks. You're just getting criticism at, all the way through. At least you've got an end goal for them yep. and, and they know they're getting a nice this or, or the shop's yep. going to look like that. So
0: so once council yep. has ticked that off yep. and you've got your, your building permit, which can, as I said, 90 working days up yep. to are we ready to go is there
1: still still yeah no once once that's all ticked off so everyone's ticked off by then Farm support board landlord you've got your building permit everyone's signed all the boxes you're good to go so often there's a, a little bit of a i guess a gear up time where we have to sort of confirm materials labor all yeah. those things so you might get the you might get the okay for the farms uh for the building permit but it doesn't mean the next day we will start because we have to know we've got that mm. before we so we normally scheduling sort of a week or two after that date yeah. to start up so everyone's got time to collate all that yeah. and, and get everything they need
0: now what happens during the process if someone say no okay which i'm sure will happen Of no i want to change this does that need to then go through an approval process again material change
1: it really depends on what it is if it's if it's just uh, a material change opposed to a physical or structural change or, or floor plan change you're probably okay yeah uh, if it's if it's anything to do with the working side of the pharmacy consultations s2s3s dispensary any of that the pharmacy board will want to know about it again yeah so you got to be
0: so you've got to be pretty careful about yeah ticking things off because any changes post that is, quite lengthy delays yeah exactly the
1: minor, minor things on the like on the retail floor they don't care where you're spaced a or, space or sort of how because they're, low how, low they're delay, positioned yeah. that's not an issue but if you then go put it you want to put an additional consort room in yeah. or you want to change the access point and it ends up being back a house which is a restricted area or yeah. any of those things that's going to sort of evoke having to go back to the board and have a chat to them first yeah uh, again my relationship with them they'll often if we present something to them are we allowed to do this we get the okay we mm. can then just update those drawings through the completion process because yeah. at the end we have to go through a, a whole completion process anyway to get it signed off yeah and that's normally normally works but if it's if it's major um, yeah anything to do with sort of the protection of drugs and all those sort of things yes, it, yes. yeah. Playing with fire, <laughs>
0: yeah. and so now you're you're ready to go. Yep. Now you're ready to go, and the fit out happens.
1: The fit out happens. So and, and hang on to your seat. Exactly. So it's, yeah, like I said, it's, it can be a pretty stressful time, but um, that's what we're here for. In regards to we we schedule it, we project manage all the trades, we deal with any issues that come up on site. The only time you'll hear about issues is if they've got cost implications. So mm-hmm. if something's come up that we're unaware of we've cut open a wall and found a, a gas pipe that shouldn't be there or, or whatever. Yep, as happens. Yeah. Um, but saying that, my, my many years of experience, of, I've tried to, those things we try and sort of look at early in the piece and, and identify and go, oh, I know there's a steel beam there, so you mm-hmm. can only put your ceiling at this height through this area. We don't go telling you you can have three metre ceilings when that's the air yep. condition is at 2.4. So yep, yep. we like to think we sort of, we catch a lot of those and, I've, I've learned the hard way and, and that's when we weren't doing pharmacy, um, we were doing a restaurant down in South Perth and we walked in there, same thing, did our pre, pre-inspection of the empty site, so brand new, brand new building, How yeah. to look around, there was clearly no air conditioner which the landlord told us, so all good, we'll work that out. They had a, in a, in a kitchen you have to have an exhaust range hood, so they had ducting coming in for the exhaust range yeah. hood, they had the gas pipe for the cooking. So we went through the whole design process, everything, got landlord approval, uh, building license, all that sort of stuff. Got to probably a week out from actually completing the shop. The plumber comes in and plums up all the, all the cooking facilities yeah. and all the gas and that, mm-hmm. and then tells us there's no gas. So the gas pipe that should run into the shop was a 40 mil gas pipe. We went to the gas meter that was outside part of the building and the pipe's just hanging there there's no (laughs) no. there's no gas supply to the whole building because that was the only tenancy that needed gas so the builder decided to save the cost and go well we're not going to get it in
0: that's a devastating find at the end of the process and rather critical yeah
1: so a week out from thinking they're going to sort of start cooking soon to getting ATCO in to cut the street up and run a gas pipe to the building to then be able to connect our shop to and then in that same shop that exhaust duct the electricians were up there getting some wiring through for something and they go oh do you realize that duct only he goes sort of turns the corner and goes a couple meters and then just capped off so we inquired about it apparently it was our responsibility or the, the the client's responsibility which he signed a lease prior to us being in there he had to take that ducting up eight stories out the atmosphere and take the fire sprinklers up with it so a hundred thousand dollars later that got that got done about probably a hundred and twenty thousand dollar exercise about three or four months um and ultimately he never recovered from from that yeah. and and we end up losing fifty thousand dollars from the job so yeah so there's there's a lot of uh, when i when i tell customers things for it's from experience, not from uh, <laughs> just just making some stuff up. Just, uh, yeah, and, uh, and,
0: and bitter experience, but experience nonetheless.
1: It, it might sound silly, but from that experience, I'll go into an empty tenancy that we're getting, and they'll show me the electrical board, and they'll show me the, the this and that, and I'll ask them to see the other end of it, where it's going to, what it's connected to. Yeah. Which, Does it actually which, work? Which I, which I get really funny looks about, but... There's no point having an electrical board if the, if the cable's just caught up in the roof and not connected yeah. to anything because if it costs four grand to get someone to come and do it, yeah. who's bearing that cost? And you don't want to argue that after yeah. the fact. They're all things you want to know beforehand. <laughs> four grand or 140 grand. Oh, exactly. So, yeah. So, yeah, we've um, we've had a few expensive mistakes. So <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah. Look, um, it's un- unfortunate, but that's... It's also these mistakes and who, whoever's it is but in this environment they are expensive mistakes aren't oh, they?
1: hugely and 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 i encourage people i'm not here to sort of charge everyone for every hour i'm doing stuff but like i'd, I'd encourage people if they're looking at tenancies for a pharmacy drag me along like mm. get get me in there while you're looking at them because you might look at it from a, a certain point of view of location mm. and access yep. and those sort of things i'll tell you what what things are going to come up in regards to costs related to that to yeah. get it to a pharmacy sort yeah. of state because you might like like the tenancy with two big glass walls beautiful shop but yeah completely impractical yeah. in that regard so yeah i can walk in and see those things pretty quickly mm. that you might not see and, because you're, you're where, thinking about
0: that's where your expertise comes up sort of us you know, professionals accountants pharmacists, yep. whatever when we're not trying to see we don't have that eye
1: yeah and, and,
0: and that's that, that's that's the expertise that you're paying for too
1: yeah exactly and and there's a lot of money to be saved before you engage anyone to design a single mm. thing like this if you can get someone in early in the piece before you sign a lease to identify some things to negotiate in yep. that lease you, like we've had examples where we've saved people thirty 000, forty thousand dollars before doing anything just yep. just by the conditions of the site and getting things put in a better location because mm. we know where they're going to be roughly over there and roughly yep. over there yep. Yep. Um, rather than ha- having to cut up the floor for 30 metres to get a plumbing pipe to the other side of the shop. Yeah, yeah. Five, yep. six, seven thousand dollars. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah. And this is where that initial investment up front in advice and, and proper scoping can save you so much money down the track. Yeah,
1: that's a slightly old saying, it's like buying a house, isn't it? You, all your profits, you know, it's in the sale price when you buy it, like mm. if you can buy it under under market and, and, and buy it yeah. for a good price.
0: Well, fantastic. Yeah. So where can people find you? WA's best pharmacy fit-out <laughs> expert ever. Um, where, how, like, how can they get in contact with
1: you? Uh, we do have a website. Uh, we're, we're quite modern in that regard. Uh, That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, designdistrict.net.au. You can also contact me on my mobile. I like call it ID hidden. Otherwise, I won't answer it. That's uh, zero uh, four seven three zero zero two zero nine zero. Um, yeah, if there's a contact page on our website, so yeah. and, and my number's on there as well. So yeah. it comes directly to me. So.
0: And so your website, you've got checklists and things like that for people to download. We do. Or? So yeah.
1: if you sort of need to know the process from. From as we discussed sort of from the start to, to the time you're building I'm always happy to help yeah, I get people ring me up and just for advice on the phone and, and that's that's something I'll always do and and, and open with and, and like I said I'm not here to charge everyone for every every minute I spend on things and I'm happy to sort of do the right thing rather than sort of Avoid some of the potholes I've seen. <laughs> yes, big potholes. Yeah, yeah, yep. expensive potholes normally. And so.
0: you'll be there at the pharmacy forum?
1: I will, yeah. My, myself and my designer, Shana, will be there. Um, we're actually going to be booking 15-minute appointments throughout the forum. So if anyone wants to do that, we're, we're going to have a link on a couple of our social media posts and things. So we're going to do that. And, and that's for, again, free advice in regards to if you've got any design compliance or fit out questions you might have an area you haven't been able to resolve for, yeah. for years or you've just got a quick question about um, extending a counter or, or doing yeah. this or, or what the board's going to think about this without asking them we're generally going to be able to answer yeah. that for you so i'm blocking out 15 minute appointments where i can we're going to have a whiteboard there if we need to physically start doodling things and, yeah. and, and drawing stuff and we'll get all that information back to them through a a summary in that and and their next course of action if they choose to do it so uh yeah and there's no obligation with that it's just uh, i'm here to help so you might as well I've been doing it for a long time, you might as well uh, yeah. pick my brain.
0: <laughs> to take advantage of it. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. Absolute pleasure speaking with you.
1: You too, thank you, John.
0: And we'll uh, speak to you all soon, no doubt, on the uh, next episode. So I uh, hope you all enjoyed that and we'll talk soon. Catch us later. Bye bye.